At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, it's the Lombardi Line here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VSIN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi there in his office in Jersey. We'll get to Monday night as we close out Week 10, San Francisco hosting the Rams. The Rams right now, Michael, three and a half. However, we start with, how are you? Good afternoon. I'm great. I couldn't be better, Patrick. How are you today, huh? Thanks, good. Doing great. And I, this has nothing to do with allegiance, I promise you. Michael didn't ask me to start here. We have to start with the Patriots. We just must. And I've been excited to talk to you about this game because I'm a, you know, I'm a Mac I, stan. I'm obsessed with Mac Jones, but please, go he's, ahead. He's not worthy of the third pick in the draft. It, it, there's he's no mind-bogglingly good. There's no way you could trade up to the third pick in the draft and take Mac Jones. It would be insane to do that. It would be insane to do that. Don't you know that? Take a lap, my friend. You were right the whole entire time. This kid is special. The team started one and three. They've won four straight. They've won five of six. The Browns looked like they were going to get the run game going early. This game closed two and a half with the Pats, seven nothing, and then 45 unanswered. I freaking love this team, and I've never had an allegiance. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. I just can't get enough of this team. They're just building. It's like one of these things, like this ominous storm that's coming. The best part of the game was when, when J- Jacoby Myers scored the touchdown, the entire team ran down. Yeah, that was awesome. Th- there's a... F- there's a feel to it. It's a little bit like I, I felt that about Michigan's team when they played Western Michigan earlier in the season. There's certain teams that have this ability that, that have bonded together. There's a sense of kindness within the team. 
when they, when they, when they knocked over the cameraman and they all stopped celebrating to pick him up. Yep. You you kind of it tells you they got a good team. They got a team that cares. They care about the cameraman. They care about their fellow teammate in Jacoby Myers. They care. And as a leader, that's what you want. You want everybody to care so much that they're willing to do what it takes to win the next game. And I think that's what you have. That offensive line was was very good. They get Trent Brown back at right tackle. The Stevenson kid's been really good. And Mac is Mac finally looked like he was comfortable with the offensive game plan, and he was throwing he was throwing strikes. I mean. He was doing what he did, and it wasn't that the receivers were wide open. Like that's what I was told at Alabama that you know you got to take Trey Lance, the third pick in the draft. I mean, there's only reason you would trade up there was to get Trey Lance. He you know? he clearly I mean, seemed. I, I, that's you know, what I was told. He clearly is getting more comfortable. It wasn't flashy until you really think about what happened. He was bolder with the throws. Eighty, a little over eighty-two percent completion. Nineteen of twenty-three, one ninety-eight, three touchdown, no picks. I I can't get enough of the kid, and I can't get enough of the team. Again, I, uh, I no the, no doubt. You know the Jacoby Myers thing. Maybe you can explain to the audience what that why that was so relevant. Well, because he has never scored a touchdown. He's been on the team for basically three years, and that was the first time he got the ball in the end zone. Last week he had a two-point conversion, didn't count as a touchdown. So, you know, that play was the first time he actually, in his NFL career, scored points. And he's done a lot of good things to the team, a lot of good things to the team. And yet the team knew he hadn't scored a touchdown. But the reaction to it just, to me, was illuminating in the sense that how positive the team was about him and how the team likes one another. And, and that's something that's special. And because you're not going to go undefeated the rest of the year, you're going to stub your toe, but it's the ability to get off, off the mat. It's the ability to keep fighting through. You know, they give up a seven-point, the opening drive of the game. They go right down the field. Belichick makes adjustments. 45 points later, the game's over. The biggest question coming out of the game, forget about Mac, is are you paying Baker Mayfield $30 million now? By the way, look at the yards per play, Just and then I'm going to get into it. 7-3 for the Patriots, 3-7 for the Browns, and that brings us to Baker. Looked like they were going to get the run game going early, Michael, with the score 7-0. Once that fell apart, Baker fell apart. This is going to be the story of his career. No doubt. I mean, I think to me, it, and look, there, there's no doubt that he's a system player. Can yes. we stop saying that he can he, – I know he was the first pick in the draft. I know he was picked before Lamar Jackson, and I know he was picked before Josh Allen and all the other quarterbacks. But this guy, this – and Patrick Mahomes and all those, you know, this guy is – I mean, no, it was – he was – Mahomes was the next draft, I think. No, he was the next draft. This guy – you know, is not was not the best quarterback in that draft. Mm-mm. You know, and Dorsey picked him as the first pick overall. And it and you know, he, and let's face it, he should have picked Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. That's what it looks like now. It's not Darnold, and it's not, uh, and and it's not the kid from UCLA uh, that got picked in the same year Rosen. that went to Arizona, Josh Rosen. So. This is now a thing for the Browns, who Stefanski was getting love, obviously coming off the 10-win season, almost winning Kansas City. But yesterday watching that game, a lot of it had to do with the Patriots. Again, I'm a Patriot guy now. But this is also a team that just they have tremendous pieces on defense, Michael. There's not a lot of excuses as far as personnel for the Browns, right? No, I mean, look, they, you know, the, 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 you have to know how to attack them. 
He is going to make you play left-handed. And when they went down the field and scored, what do I always talk about with the Patriots, with Coach Belichick, is the first quarter is all about figuring out what the game plan is. The second and third quarter is all about the adjustments to the game plan. Did we practice what they're doing? What do we need to do to fix what they're doing? What are they going to do next? How are they going to attack us next? And then the fourth quarter is a standalone game. So when they went right down the field and scored, it was pretty easy, right? You think, okay, great. You know, the Browns are going to be back. They got balanced. Baker made a key fourth down throw in the end zone, and things are going to go. Next thing you know, they adjusted. And before we go into halftime, it's 24 to 7. And Baker's, you know, thrown for 73 yards on 21 attempts, can't get the ball down the field. What we said on Sunday proved to be completely true. We handicapped this game perfectly. Is the sense that if Baker doesn't make big plays down the field, they can't score points. Scored 14 against Minnesota in the, on the road. They scored 17 against Denver. They scored 10 against Pittsburgh. They, they scored no 14 against Arizona at home. No big plays, no offense. That's the recipe. That's how you beat the Browns. And now the Browns can't play left-handed. And when Chubb wasn't there, he can't break eight tackles for a 70-yard game. That's five straight over for the five straight overs, Michael, for the Patriots, which is another sign of this kind of train that's coming. And they did it themselves. I mean, the total was 45. They scored those 45 unanswered. Um, so that's one. And then two, it does feel like a team that's kind of finding themselves. Now, generally what I'll do is I'll take pictures. When I see something on social, I want to remind you of. So I took this picture, and I, I, I don't mean to embarrass you, but it's okay. Somebody named Evan Lazar on Twitter was, it, had this quote. Belichick credits former Patriot exec Mike Lombardi with helping the team get over the hump in 2014 and out of their championship drought. Okay, so we're talking about a team that started 1-3. and three. They're starting to build something. Can you take me back to 2014 and what Bill is referencing here as far as your impact in helping them? Well, I mean, look, you know, the 13 team, they went to the conference championship game. They lost to Denver and Peyton Manning in that game. And really, the, the, they were stagnant. And I think just the fact that, you know, that I, I came in as an outset set of eyes and was able to contribute whatever I could contribute to helping them win, to helping him take some of the responsibility and, and help him give him another set of eyes and other ideas to then try to rebuild that team to where I thought we won a Super Bowl in 14. We, want, we should have won in 15. We, you know, we, 15 was, we were really good on defense in 15 now. We were really good on defense. In 16, we win another Super Bowl. So to me, what he was referring to was just the ability to kind of keep working through the process, I, I, you know, and, and having to be able to c contribute whatever I could contribute in that role that I was there. And, you know, I think that was something that we were able to, to do, all of us, the entire organization was able to win and then they went and beat the Rams the next year or two years later. So a lot of the core elements of what we did, it's really getting back to what he believes in, what he taught all of us, you know, is what has to happen to build a successful team. Okay. And I think you're seeing it a little bit there. You're, the humility is not doing it for me. So I'm going to ask you this way. Give me two things you remember specifically in 14 saying to Bill that you saw with the independent outside of eyes that maybe they could work on. Well, I think we definitely needed to fix the defensive front. You know, we were playing with Joe Volanos and some guys, and well, that wasn't going to cut it. You know, and so even though we drafted easily in the first round, he didn't really work out. We started to get that defensive line going to where we had – it was really good in 15. You know, we had a kicks. 
We had Alan Branch. We had Chandler Jones. We had we had guys. We had men. I mean, we go back and watch that, that championship game. So fixing the offensive and defensive lines, just focusing the attention there. I mean, the, the, the line here today, Trent Brown, Shaq Mason, we drafted in the fourth round. David Andrews was a college free agent. You know, so it was refixing the line to where it got to the standard of what we needed to do. Okay. Okay. I'll take that as an answer. I mean, he literally <laughs> said seven years later, Michael Lombardi – was key to helping us win a championship of 14 and getting us out of the slump. Well, I mean, I thought, that, I thought that was pretty cool. Kind. It was probably pretty cool to hear. He's just very kind. He's he was really kind, and he was very kind to, to my son, our son, uh, Mick. And so it was just that's just the kind of friend you have with Bill. You know, Bill's the, one of the best friends you could ever have because what he says behind closed doors, he'll say right to you, and you can trust everything he says. So it, it was really kind of refreshing. And, you know, he's just a and, – and, and again – and I've said this a thousand times. I am a really good personnel guy with him. I'm not so good without him. Why, why is that? Because we see the game the same way, and he understands player development. And my idea is that I can bounce off him on how to develop. Like, most people wouldn't have taken Shaq Mason in the fourth round because the guy couldn't pass protect. But the whole idea was he had no bad habits. You know, he had no bad habits, so we could teach him. Everything he knew, we could teach him. Well, it's a pretty good, um, pretty good guy to be like-minded with, right? It's a pretty good guy to align yourself yeah. with and have, have somebody trust in you. So that was pretty cool to see from Belichick. By the way, 14 to one to win the Super Bowl for the Pats. They're like four and a half to one to win the division. Watch out, Bills! Here comes a train. Hey, speaking of a train, what happened in Washington? Let's talk about the defending Ooh, champs boy. next. Arians pissed. Why? We'll find out. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. 
Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Visit BetMGM.com right now. Download the BetMGM app. I'm telling you right now, as far as an interface, you can't beat it, so make sure you check it out. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-522-4700 as well. Okay, we got you back here. Lombardi Line. Survivor. A bunch of people went down in flames wow. yesterday. How about that, Michael? Oh, man. Oh my gosh! My lions. That was a bad one. Yes, yeah. Oh, they. I mean, I know golf had an oblique injury. Okay, could you get any worse than this? He's the worst quarterback I've ever. He's the worst quarterback I've ever watched. He literally is. Play by play. I I can't begin to tell you how much crap I took. I went on Rich Eisen and and I just ripped him. You know, and and I like. There's no way he's going to be. And then McVay comes in and every oh look how good he is. Like, at some point, you got to separate the scheme from the player. That's what you got to do with Baker, right? You got to do that with Baker. And Baker is, uh, you know, Baker is, is the same thing. I mean, the scheme makes Baker a better player. You know, when I watch Baker play, I loved Baker early in his Oklahoma days. I, I was like, this guy's good. This guy's good. He's got some, you know. And then when he played Georgia, in that playoff game or whatever game that was. I can't remember. And Georgia rushed him where they had to rush him inside and they kept him in the pocket. And I'm like, I'm off Baker. He can't see. I'm off Baker. He can't see. Then I talked to some players there and they all said, when Baker would come back to the huddle, I can't see. If you, I'm sure if you asked Odell Beckham, what's the, what, what's the number one thing Baker says to you in the huddle? Is, I didn't see it. He can't see. He's six feet tall, maybe. You know, and so when you push the pocket like Belichick did yesterday, he pushed the pocket, he controlled them. He didn't allow them to run boots or naked. He had those wide ends. So he played them exactly the same way that he played golf in the Super Bowl. He dared them to beat him from the pocket. And Mayfield can't beat anybody from the pocket. I don't care who you are. And Browns fans know this. I'm not, I'm not talking out of bad about him. They know this. He can't beat you from the pocket. It's the same thing with golf. You know, they're, the, the worldwide leader, I was getting more crap from, you know, People on Twitter, one of the big announcers on World all oh, golf is sensational. He's great. Look how He's great terrible. he is. He's terrible. He is terrible. He's terrible. And he and and add to the fact he don't want to get hit. He don't want to get hit. That's what I mean. Give Baker I put credit. everything Baker, in perspective. Baker, he, exactly. Go on. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. But no, you, you can interrupt anytime you like. I'm Italian. Everybody interrupts. I mean, like seriously, like that's what ha- you know. He don't want to get hit. I mean, at least Baker will get hit. He'll take the hit. It's hits. tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's a. He's a sparring partner, but That's this right. guy won't take any hit. Throws for 114 yards in a goddamn five quarters. How about this about that game? How about this about that game? There's 29 drives in the game, Matt Santos. 
There's 29 drives in the game. And 15 of those drives resulted in four or outs. Hmm. Sexy football. Both sides. Yeah. Trust me, you are truly a fan if you watch that game. I did. Paulie Howard told me this morning he watched the second half in the overtime. He couldn't get, it was like watching a, a, a car. It was like watching an accident. You watched it too? Yes, I did. I'm a sadomasochist. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this, counselor. When they were lining up for the field goal to win the game, you, did you think he was making the field goal? No, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm from Michigan. What do you think I thought? I thought there was no chance. And by the way, given context, number one overall pick, it's not even close. As far as feel for the position, toughness, like you just said, and just vibe during a game, I've never from play to play seen a worse quarterback in my life than Jared Goff. And by they the way, would have been better off putting Blau in there. Oh, oh 100%. They should have put Blau in there. Blau has some, he has some moxie, I guess is the word. Now, let me, no I'm going to give, I'm gonna give you a name, Michael. You're going to know the name, but I guarantee you, and this is a very astute audience, uh, 40%'s never heard of this guy. My golden, like as far as the Detroit Lions, as far as the golden age of quarterback play for the Detroit Lions, is Scott Mitchell. Now, you know Scott oh, yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, the lefty. Of course, and sure. throwing those Check fades to Herman Moore, throwing those fades and, Bre- yeah. and, and Perryman. You know Scott Mitchell. There are plenty of people that have never heard of Scott Mitchell. Scott Mitchell is 10 times the quarterback that this, this golf is ever going to pretend to be. I mean, it's unbelievable. You oh. saw Campbell's calling plays. And Scott plays. Mitchell couldn't move out of his Scott way. Mitchell and Scott Mitchell even. couldn't move. Scott Mitchell was fat. Yeah. I mean, he was. He, he needed time in that play. He checked the runners on first Lomas and third Brown before he came to the Lomas Brown was working, boy. Lomas Brown was working. I mean, Steve, Steve Carlton had a quicker release to home plate than Scott Mitchell did. I can tell you that. But he hooked up with Herman Moore, though. Okay, I digress. Oh, and Barry Sanders behind him. Oh, they were hard to play on, in that Silver on, Dome. Come on, come on, come on. Now, I digress. The, the, the bigger picture here is, and by the way, uh, your boy was calling plays, uh, Campbell. You all, it's always him. a concern when they can't figure out how to work the box on their hip to call the plays in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when, when he's, well, that's why, that's why Andy Reed doesn't do it. He's Andy Reed tells Bienemy what to call. And then Bienemy calls it in. Now I'm not saying Bienemy doesn't call some of the plays, but you can see when Andy covers his mouth, that he's telling he's Bienemy telling to tell the quarterback. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm just completely trucked you because I was so fired up. I was just like completely into the game. Now those that did tie lost their survivor with with and Mason Rudolph's arm is a pillow because I mean he's just basically throwing raindrops all over the field. He stinks, uh, but you're you know, sixteen sixteen was about but the see, ugliest I, to thing. To me, I handicapped I handicapped that game poorly. For me, I didn't think Detroit could run the ball. I thought Detroit was going to have to throw the ball. And it was flipped. Detroit actually ran the ball. Swift had 100 yards. The other back was made, made two big runs in the game. They actually ran the ball effectively against a Pittsburgh team that's hard to run the ball on. You know? And, and I actually thought that Pittsburgh could score more than 16 in the game. Well, they didn't. <laughs> it's just the game was such a joke. The game was so embarrassing in the second half, honestly, because the weather started getting worse, as we told you yesterday. And it was just like, what, what is happening here? And the turnover late from the Steelers. Steelers, I mean, Tomlin just looked bored. Tomlin was just like, okay. He knew. He knew. He's like, if we can't beat this team, what are we doing out here? Uh, oh, gosh. So let's go back to Survivor. Yeah, please. You think there's what? Well, Tampa Bay lost. be almost like less than – Less than 200 people in Survivor, right, at Circa? 
Uh, let's see. Tam- obviously, I'm I sure just Dave Pittsburgh probably has it. Pittsburgh was number one, and then with Tampa Bay losing, that eliminated um, 31 more from. So that was 31 from just Tampa losing. I don't. Plus I think Baltimore. Plus Gre- Baltimore. Plus Greg. Don't confuse your boy Greg Roman, who couldn't handle blood zero. He took Baltimore. He took Survivor down himself. I mean, he just took survive. I mean, not. I mean, it's a blitz zero game, and he can't block play handle blitz zero. Uh, wow, you were you were hung up on that play calling with Baltimore. It was horrendous, Patrick. It was, no, it was coaching agree. malpractice one hundred and one. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason they should lose that game. You know, going in that game, you're getting blitz zero from Josh Boyer and, and Brian Flores, and your game plan on blitz zero is nothing. I mean, you don't have one. I mean, that's horrible. It's what we talked about, the adjustment. Okay, here's how, here is how Bill Callahan and Kevin Stefanski want to attack the fronts of New England. Okay, this is what, how they want to run the ball. Perfect. Okay, you scored, you're up 7 nothing. Here's our adjustments. Here's how we're going to play our fronts. Here's how we're going to play it. Now you can't do anything. Okay, that's, called, that's what happens during every NFL game. It's the adjustments to the adjustments to the adjustments. They didn't make any. And Baltimore, on the flight going down to Miami, the conversation was they're gonna you know just it's gonna be a blitz zero game we got to have our all our blitz zero stuff ready to go, and it's a blitz zero game, shocking and they have nothing left and they lose. It's down to what Matt? One seventy four, Michael five twelve, seventy four point six. What happens if Throw everybody that gets eliminated? Throw that graphic right there, fellas. What happens if everybody gets eliminated? Does Derek Stevens have a big party, or what happens? You and me split There's a good pot. chance everybody's going to get eliminated. Steelers, 248 entries. Ravens, 187. You see the list. The Bucks had 31. So, someone's getting paid. I, are, who, who's in it? Is Amal still in it? No, Amal went out. He was in Pittsburgh. He took the home team in Pittsburgh. Amal say bye-bye. He's done. Yeah, and, and Paul. I'm all, I'm all, that, I'm all, we talked about, I, he sent me a text, guess who I'm picking this week? And I went through a couple, and, you know, he picked, he picked, he said, no, because, you know, Mall's theory, home team. Yeah, sure. You know, and, and you know, I mean, you got Pittsburgh, you, you know, the old classic, you're never going to use, here's what I will have learned listening to people talk about Survivor this year don't save anything. Don't save. Like, everybody saved Dallas for, the, team, the people that survived the contest are the ones that played Dallas. Like, my instinct, and I told this to a friend, I said, I, I think I would play Dallas this week and not and, and, and take the, the, my chances with Justin Fields and the Bears against the Lions. Survivors down to 176. But Baltimore was – but Baltimore, if you had Baltimore, you had to play Baltimore. It was a too attractive of an option. You had to play them. And I don't want to hear this while they're on the road. The, uh, how many road teams win in this league every week? Uh, Palm texted about Eric Hipple, Rusty Hilger, Chuck Long. Chuck Long was supposed to be. We drafted him out of Iowa. Uh, how about Andre Ware, yeah. Houston, Heisman? How about I, Gary I, Danielson? I, I That's was my guy. Was, I, I worked out Chuck Long when he came out for the draft. And he did a standing broad jump. And it was eight foot two. And I looked at him and I said, do you want to do that again? I can do eight foot they two. They drafted like, him, in I the, kept, oh. and I went back to the forty. I went back to the forty ers I'm like, he brought jumped eight two, and Coach Walsh looked at me. Did you measure that right? I said eight two, Coach. Rodney Pete, eight feet two. Charlie Rodney Batch. Pete's good. Rodney Pete played for like six years. Eric Kramer, playoff win. Washington shout. Anyway, I digress. One win since fifty seven. We come back. Thomas Gable. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Black Friday's already here at VSEN right now when you sign up. For a $99 midseason football special, you also receive $20 credit for the VEASAN store. So you see the t- you can get cash and tickets. It's what it's all about. The legend Brent Musburger. Pick yourself up a VEASAN hat with the credit. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis insights data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy whatever you want at the VEASAN store. Hurry. Your time's limited. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. Hope you're having a hope. First off, hope you had a great weekend. We go now to Jersey. What happened to Thomas Gable yesterday? It didn't feel right not having him on the show. He runs. I know, I know it was weird. He runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. Maybe we should start there. First off, Thomas, we missed you, buddy. What what happened? Oh, I got back from New York late yesterday morning, so I wasn't in. I I think I got back. I got into work around eleven thirty. So. A uh, little bit uh, late start for me yesterday. Okay. Well, it's nice to have you back. And the dogs go 7-8 and eight ATS yesterday, and the unders go 7-5. and five. That means you're rich. <laughs> it was another good, good NFL was. week for the, for the books. I mean, well, it started off well Thursday night, right? I mean, uh, when yeah. you – I mean, that was a tremendous start for the books with, with Miami winning and, um, you know, all those teasers and parlays – you know, going out right away on Thursday, so everybody had to rebet uh, those things. And then <laughs> yesterday, the big, uh, the big game for us, the, the biggest decision was the Patriots and Browns. And you know, we took a lot of uh, Browns money. We took some bigger wagers on the Browns, including on the money line. And you know, we know how that game turned out. So that that went well. And then the other one that was really good Washington uh beating Tampa and Michael I know you you had a lean on this one you you liked Washington all week talking to you I did um not sure that you saw them winning that game outright but uh nope. another great result here for the book yeah no doubt uh, Thomas I did like them in the game all week long and I thought that the, I thought that you know I like custard last stand games I thought Minnesota was a custard last stand game they had to play well or they were going the, the the season was over and I thought the same thing with Washington coming off the bye both teams coming off a bye uh, Tampa looked like they were still coming off the bye in their execution. I mean, you know, Bruce Arians can blame the quarterback all he wants. The execution of the team, it wasn't Tom Brady on the field when the Washington football team got the ball back with 10 minutes to go in the game and then never gave the ball back to the Bucs. I mean, think about that. 19-play drive in the fourth quarter. They're up 23-19. to 19. The Bucs missed the extra point. Of course, I'm sure that Bruce probably felt that was Brady's fault too. Missed the extra point. And they can't get the ball back. They can't get 19 plays, 10-minute drive, convert multiple third downs, and really run the ball. The V-to-V injury is going to be significant moving forward for the Bucks. I think that's a real significant injury, and it really hurts them. I don't know how bad it is, but it sounded like listening to what Devin White, who played spectacular last, yesterday, Devin White said he's going to miss playing with them. That, to me, is severe. Taylor Heineke turns into Sonny Jurgensen when he sees Tom Brady, right? I mean, Taylor Heineke was yeah, very no efficient, doubt. not turning the football over. It was impressive. How about last night? How did you do at the Borgata on the Sunday night affair? So we actually won a little bit on that game. Uh, Chiefs went off two-and-a-half-point favorites. The, the total closed at 54. And, I mean, really, this game, I, I thought – you know, when the second half started, the Raiders went right down the field, scored a quick touchdown. 
Chiefs answered, and it kind of looked like this was going to turn into a shootout. And then I thought the the, the entire game just turned when uh, Jackson fumbled the ball. That just took the energy out of the Raiders, out of the stadium, and it was all Chiefs from, from there. So uh, that ended up being a, a decent result for us. The later slate of games in the afternoon, um, they weren't nearly as good as the, the early slate. Um, Eagles, again, getting bet down to a pick. That closed as a pick after Broncos opened as two-and-a-half-point favorites. And now we've seen this several weeks in a row here with the Eagles taking respect and money in the market. Maybe the odds makers not – maybe our power rating on the Eagles isn't matching up with the, the quote-unquote respected money. And you're seeing this phenomenon. Same thing last week. They got bet down to a pick after they opened up a dog. And even if you go back to you know mid-October when they played the Raiders, the Raiders opened up as three-point favorites. That got bet down to uh, one, I think. So we've seen this time and again now where the Eagles keep getting bet down uh, where respected money enters the market on the Eagles. Man, you know, and I think this the watching the Eagles, Thomas. I I think they are a hard team to play, not defensively, not defensively. If you have a good quarterback, I think you always bet against the Eagles because, like I've said, when they've played those five really good quarterbacks—the Mahomes, the Prescotts, the Herbert, the you know the the uh, Brady, you know, and even David Carr—you know, only three, only twenty-eight incompletions in those. But when they play against the Bridgewaters or the second-level guys, they're not as good. But what I, what I think makes them problematic is they run in Oklahoma's offense. They had 40 rushes yesterday, Thomas. 40. Yeah. You know, and Hertz couldn't really make a play from the pocket. I don't care what they say on talk. You know, is he our franchise quarterback? No, he's not. He's a running back playing quarterback. You're running the single wing. It's so obvious. And when they play against a good team that has all their players, and Denver was missing a few, that's why I like Denver. I like the rate. I like the the Eagles late yesterday because of the COVID things. I had it mm-hmm. as a, a as a two point four three game on my thing, and and both teams are relatively even. But then Denver lost all those guys. I just think they're a hard team to play. Now here's the interesting thing moving forward: the Philadelphia Bur- the Philadelphia Eagles will not get on an airplane for the rest of the year. They play. They they have the the Sinatra open. They play the Giants and the Jets up in the Meadowlands. They go down to Washington, and you know, and everything else is a home game. They don't ever have to get on a plane again. Wow, that's a nice nugget. Go ahead, Thomas. And, and, and Michael, to back to your point on the Custer last inning. I mean, this was almost an Eagles last inning game. I mean, there was no chance for the playoffs if they lost uh, yesterday. Right. And, yeah, you know, that, I think that, that's there's still I, I, an outside right. chance. I didn't look them. at it that way, but you're right. You're right. I didn't look at it because I didn't think they really had a chance. But it kind of gave them their season some life, as you could tell by the Philadelphia area, Thomas. They're now talking playoffs because they they see their yes. team as being great. And also with yep. the Eagles, it's like with Hurts, Michael, he has all the intangibles. He's very likable. He tries. He cares. His teammates love him. He just doesn't have the arm talent. And, you know. He, he can't play quarterback from the pocket. But when you let him out of the pocket and you let him move around, he's a tough, tough kid now. Yeah. I don't want to minimize what he's doing. No, I mean, totally. And they run the ball, and they're hard to defend. I mean, they're, they are truly the team that runs the wishbone that you've never prepared for, you know. It's hard to get ready for them, and they're committed now. They finally – it dawned on Seriani. You know what? We better run the ball instead of trying to make this guy a quarterback. Let's just embrace that we're Oklahoma. Last, Let's embrace yep. it. We need, a, we need a little scooter coming around the corner. 
Yeah, the last four weeks, exponentially, they've ran the ball more and they've played better. Okay, Thomas, let's dig into, I think this is an interesting Monday night game. Uh, I mean, the books are killing it. Dogs, 57.9% on the year, unders 55.1. So Thomas is in a good mood. But we get to this one, Rams, Niners. Where'd you open? Where are you sitting here on Monday night? Yeah, so Rams open four-point favorites down to three-and-a-half. Uh, total open 49-and-a-half. It's up a point now to 50-and-a-half. This is a game here that uh, let's start with the fact that this is a Niners home game. There's no Niners home field advantage. Uh, we, we all know this. There's none. It's zero, probably into the negative at this point. But so you say this is basically a neutral field game. And you have to respect what the market's telling you here. But to me, on a neutral, the Rams should be higher than a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which is what the market is saying right now. Hey, the Rams are three-and-a-half-point favorites. So I would certainly lean Rams in this game. We we know the Niners have not been good at home, but uh, uh, the Rams are taking money from the public. But, again, we're, we're seeing um, the, that respected money more or less drive that number to the three and a half. Who are you going to need? Yeah, tonight? I mean, this is a. Sorry, go ahead, Michael. Well, I think it's the Custer last stand game for the 49ers. Don't you, Pat? Don't yeah, you, I Thomas? Agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Who are you going to need? Who are you going to need, do you think, by the end of the uh, evening? Well, right now we're going to need the Niners, but, um, you know, we have. It's about 79% of the money here is on, on the Rams at the moment, but. Uh, we'll see. I mean, it, a lot of the betting comes in later for for Monday night, so we'll we'll see how it goes uh, through the, the through the day. But I'd expect right now that we're probably going to need the Niners. Did you lose on the over last night? Just a curiosity. Uh, not much of a decision on the uh, on the total on that. Gotcha. Okay, Thomas. Great to have you back. And uh, thanks, Thomas. And Godspeed. I mean, it's just I'm happy that as a bookmaker, you're having a good year this year. I know that's very rare, uh, but you continue. <laughs> you, we, we continue to be your biggest cheerleader. So en enjoy Monday night. Good luck. Well, th thank you, Patrick. Yes, we need we need the luck. Thank you. That's Mr. Georgetown, Mr. College Hoops. Uh, Thomas Gable. We'll talk to him uh, later in the week here. We, we haven't even delved into Rams 49ers. I haven't gotten Michael's play. We'll get to that. And uh, our buddy Will Hill. How about his purple people eaters headed out to California and picking up a win in Los Angeles? We'll discuss as we continue along here on a Monday edition of the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Come on back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. 
The Seven from The Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM tonight, King of Sportsbooks, Monday Night Football, welcomes you to the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on either the uh, Rams or the 49ers. If either team scores a touchdown, you place that 10 bucks as a new better at BetMGM, you're going to win $200 paid for in free bets. It's that simple. You have to use the bonus code VEASAN200 over at BetMGM. Again, Rams, 49ers score a touchdown, you win the cash. That easy. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. We got you back here. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios at the South Point. Michael Lombardi in Jersey. And we bring in our buddy Will Hill. New York City cast, of course, VEASAN.com slash podcast. Point spread weekly. And as Will joins us, I just want to start. It wasn't one of your official plays, but your take on your Vikings out in Los Angeles. And we should probably have a conversation about the Chargers as well, Michael. But, Will, we'll start with you on your Vikings. Your thoughts. First of all, you were digging up some painful memories, bringing up Scott Mitchell. That guy used to terrify me. More uh, Johnny Morton, Brett Perriman. <laughs> I remember there was a Thanksgiving where they dropped like 44. It had to be 94, 95, something like that. Those guys I'm sure Scott Mitchell me. ate well. I'm sure he ate well every single Thanksgiving. So, yes, but I'm glad you, you have fond memories of one Scott Mitchell. Thank you, Will. <laughs> Before and after the game, I'm sure he ate well. Uh, I hated the Silverdome. They're, they're not going to do it. The Vikings are not going to do it to me. They're not going to rope me in. That was a good win. I mean, they should be <laughs> much better than their record is. They should be a lot for the playoffs, really challenging Green Bay for the NFC North, who they still have to play twice. Uh, the sixth seed, the seventh seed, they're wide open, you know, with the Saints losing, the Falcons losing. Those, the sixth and seventh seed are really up for grabs. But 
Vikings still have a tough schedule. Two games against the Packers. They play the Rams. They play at the 49ers. So they're in the mix. They're better than a lot of these teams. They're they're a playoff caliber team. It's just, you know, I don't trust the coach. I don't trust the quarterback. I, I got to give Zimmer credit, though. He I thought coach a really good game yesterday. He was aggressive. You know, fourth and two could have kicked a long field goal at the end of the game. He ended up going for it. Uh, really aggressive. He actually, they tried a fake punt. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the refs whistled it dead, which was weird. They said uh, the refs didn't give the go-ahead to start the play. They were trying a, a fake punt when they were losing. It was fourth and seven. So, man, it was it was a bad day yesterday for the refs, by the way. That, that roughing on Tannehill was maybe the worst call I've ever seen. But uh, good win for the Vikings. They're still in the mix. You, you know, the, it's funny. We talk about the Vikings. I thought it was the last stand game for them. And the Chargers... They, they, the Chargers don't have an answer for when teams take away Mike Williams on the deep throw. And the Chargers' defense can't get off the field. I mean, this is another game where the offense had the ball 36 minutes. I mean, the Vikings controlled the game from start to finish. And the, the Chargers can't, can't stay on the field, you know. And it's a concern for if you're Brendan Staley and you're the defensive coordinator calling the defense and you can't win on, thir- you can't win on downs. And the Chargers' offense can't maintain on the field. It's happened to the Patriot game and happened in this game. And there really is no home field advantage in Los Angeles at all for them. So they they, they don't have it. So to me, it's, uh, you know, as good as Herbert is, he doesn't get enough at bats. He just doesn't get enough at bats. The defense doesn't allow him to get enough at bats. Second largest city in the world. I'm not kidding when I say if there are 1,500 Charger fans in Los Angeles, that might be a stretch. I mean, think about what I'm telling you. There was a lot of purple in that. There were a lot of purple in those stands yesterday, wasn't there? There was a lot of purple. I went went to a Chiefs Chargers game, and it was literally a sea of red. There is nobody that cares about the Chargers in Los Angeles. Um, Got to wear it. It's got to be demoralizing. You're you're playing 17 road games. That's got to get old. Yeah, absolutely. It does. Now, my man here runs the New York City uh, Betcast, and and I want to ask him a serious question. I think he needs to debate on his pod. In, In in light of this absolute atrocious New York Jet defense. Do you think Robert Salai, will you have this debate on your on your podcast? Do you think he's going to get another year, or do you think that people are going to realize that if he's the defensive coordinator and this is the defense, we might be in trouble with him as the head coach? That's a great setup. I'm going to do the pod right after the show, and that's something I'm going to talk about. You know, people forget. Remember Steve Wilkes, 2018, he coached the Cardinals. One year. One they draft Kyler yeah, and they draft Rosen. So they after 2017, you say, you know what? We're going to start fresh. We're going to pick Rosen. We're going to get a rookie head coach, Steve Wilkes, and away we go. This is going to be our quarterback-coach combo for the next you know, five-plus years. They were both one and done. They fired the coach. He went 3-13. and 13. They picked Murray at quarterback the next year. So I don't know that the Jets will do it. I don't think they want to get in this habit of just firing a coach every year. I do think Salah will get another year. But look, I mean, this is the first time since 1966 a team has given up 45 points in three out of four games. That's just an embarrassing performance. There was no fight in the Jets yesterday. The Bills could have scored 60 points if they wanted to. I mean, that game was not as close as the score would indicate. I mean, that was 38-3 middle of the third quarter. Uh, just an embarrassing performance for the Jets. Michael, he, uh, we'll, we'll discuss it on the pod. But may I just follow up with you? Um, of course, it's not a great roster, but you have to ask yourself if you're the Jets, would another coach have a better system? Would another coach be building something? It's not just about he doesn't have talent. It's a lack of a system, and, uh, and it's been ineptitude on defense. I think if you're Joe Douglas and you've understood the National Football League and you pay close attention, the scheme that you hired – the scheme that you hired in, in Robert Salai is dead. It's, and it's being proven every week that people just know how to – Pete doesn't even run his own scheme. So the question you have to ask yourself is, does Salai have any versatility? 
Does he have any diversity within his accounts? Can he, if he's your portfolio manager, is he, and, and we know that, let's use this as an example. If he's your portfolio manager and, and, and pharmaceutical stocks are not very good, does he know enough about some other stocks to be able to manage your money? The answer is no. The answer is no. He's going to say to you, I need better players. But that's not what a head coach should say. The head coach should say, we need to modify because i got to have a vision moving forward to where we're going to go. Because by the time you get the good players like Pete had in Seattle with Averill and Sherman and Earl Thomas and all that, it it takes too long. You're going to be fired. Woody Johnson doesn't understand this, but to me, it's not you're not giving him a chance. You don't have a chance if you let him continue to go because he can't change the defense. The defense is dead. It's over with. And this is what's an example of it. The Colts, the Patriots, 54, 45. The, people just know how to attack it. Uh, the Johnsons are too prideful and too cheap. They're going to give them another year. The difference is Steve Kimes somehow had Bidwell in his back pocket, and he was allowed to move on and make more mistakes and then until he obviously hit with Murray and hopefully Kingsbury. Okay, Will, your play on the Panthers, a straight-up win there in Arizona, speaking of which, uh, nice showing Cam a couple touchdowns as well. You know, that Panthers-Cardinals game, that was really what I expected the 49ers-Cardinals game to be last week with McCoy. And that line just looked way out of whack. Even at seven, that seemed like way too many points. You know, I had been burned the past couple weeks with this closing line value. I got the Vikings at like a pick them at close minus four and a half, didn't hit. Uh, same thing with the Cardinals 49ers. Got the 49ers early. That didn't hit. But yesterday, I mean, the, the Cardinals just couldn't move the ball. That was more of what I expected the week before. And, you know, the Panthers are one of these teams now. They're 5-5. Five and five. Their schedule's pretty easy coming up. I think they have Miami, Atlanta, another winnable game after that. So it's uh, going to be a fun wild card race. Miami, uh, Carolina's right in the mix here. I mean, and whatever we say about Cam. You know, and I don't think Cam's uh, the same Cam that we're, we that won MVP, but he gives your team some juice. That that was a different Carolina team yesterday, playing on all three phases than it was at any point during the season. I mean, really, you know, uh, Darnold, you don't like him as a player, don't, makes too many mistakes, but the one area where it really shows up is he doesn't have any real leadership. He's not an alpha dog. He's not. There's no. There was no toughness to the Carolina Panthers' offense yesterday. It appeared like they got tougher. I think this says more. This is a bigger indictment on the 49ers <laughs> because Arizona rolled in there with Colt McCoy and blew up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is like. Yeah, I think there's problems in San Francisco. Look, I think there's severe problems internally in San Francisco. And I've heard too much about this in, in the last day or so because you think Kyle Shanahan watched Mac Jones yesterday and, and went over to John, John Lynch and said to he and Adam Peters, boy, I'm glad you may talk me out of that. I mean, so, I think there's some real, real internal struggle going on within that building there, and I don't think anybody's happy. I, I think if this game doesn't go the 49ers' way, just saying, I'm just saying, keep your eye on it. The Monday night game, speak good transition there, Michael, for Will. San Francisco's hosting the Rams, and it's three and a half, a total of 50 and a half. Will, what do you got? I do like the 49ers. I think the Rams have just become a little overvalued. You've seen it the last three games they haven't covered. Uh, Shanahan has done well against McVay. I mean, he, he swept in the last two years. Three of those four wins have come as underdogs for Shanahan. Um, they're going to miss Woods, not only as a pass catcher, but Woods is a good blocker as well. Um, I, I just think that the 49ers will bounce back. We talked about the Cardinal game last week. I think if Kittle doesn't fumble early, the Niners get a lead, and that game is different. The, the Niners just turned the ball over, had some bad fumble up. 
The Niners, if you look at their stats, they're good everywhere except the win-loss category. I mean, they're not good against the pass, but uh, they're, they're a good team. They're healthier now. I think this is, at worst, a field goal game. I'll take the points here with the 49ers. Okay, Will, tremendous. Yeah, New York City cast. I'm with them. Michael, I'm going to get your take on that over them. the next 60 minutes. All right, I'll, so we'll just, talk yeah, later. Hold yeah. on to that for a second. But hey, Will, dig into Salah. Dig into that Salah. You made a great point about Steve Wilkes. You need to, you need to enlighten the New York audience. And Rex Ryan just, just said, uh, this is trending on Twitter, about Robert Salah. Rex Ryan said, don't ever compare this guy to me. <laughs> Oh, it's getting ugly. <laughs> I don't know if he's in the next one to two title games. Next games. I don't know yeah. what his I don't know what his proclivity is. Maybe this, he's in this guy's in over his head. I mean, let's just be honest. He's in over his head. I said it when they hired him. I, I mean, he's in over his head. Thank goodness the Lions didn't get him. Oh wait, we've got Dan Campbell. Anyway, New York City Cast, Vison.com slash podcast. Thank hey you, Will. We're coming back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.